Hello and welcome to episode two of Mystic in the Machine. Uh, whether you're watching live or catching up later on Anchor or any of the other platforms we're on now, where are we now? Apple, you name it, all the places. All the places. Spotify. All the relevant places. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Uh, yeah, it's been a crazy week for us. Uh, lots of photography. Jake got his camera back from repairs so he can show Finally. it off to you now. <laughs> it's my main bad boy. It's a, oh, get back so it's in focus a little bit. So Rico KR10 Super. Whoop, 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 whoop. And uh, yeah, I'm loving it. I got some nice Portra 400 that I loaded in this and we went and took some nice pictures in yeah. Batsea Park today. I'm excited to get them back and <laughs> get like, I've been eyeing up a whole bunch of expired film bundles on eBay basically. So I'm waiting to get paid and get those. So then I can also fill up. My Russian bad boy. Yeah, Jake's got like a, well. a traitor uh, camera. Jake bought like a traitor camera. He bought a Russian like weird ex-Soviet <laughs> camera, which he's getting up to show you right now. Um, it's it's broken though. It's not quite broken. I think it's that the uh, rewind on it is just a bit jammed. So it should be quite an easy fix. But basically... <laughs> getting all nerdy about it. Bam, I got a Zenit. EM as well, which is a nice little Soviet bad boy. I found out that this is actually like the most produced SLR camera ever in history. Why uh, is it the like... most? Why is it the most produced? Because the Soviets were like, oh, photography is popular, and the Japanese are making all these fancy cameras that cost everyone like a month's wages. We can make a camera that costs you much less than that. <laughs> so they just like made a bunch of these cameras. Yeah, so they made it. So they well, they made cameras to compete with Japan and uh, mostly because they were the people making cameras. Yeah. For most of history, which is kind of weird and trippy. I, forget, I always forget how this fucking thing goes. Oh yeah, it goes. <laughs> now you have three. You've got yeah, three. I like three, I have a Polaroid, cameras. which is its own unique thing. I have my Ricoh, which is uh, my lovely normal SLR. And then I have this bad boy, which I'm going to put the fucking case back on it after the stream. <laughs> I love it. It's the original case. For it. Yeah, it's, it's like a leather case. It smells like proper fucking shit as well. It's yeah. really, really nice. Yeah. But it is fiddly as fuck. So. I wonder what kind of pictures it's going to take once you get it working again. Um, and how the pictures really will Really nice. Look. The the Helios lens on it. Apparently, they basically... Well, it's a classic, like, I don't know if it's Western propaganda, you know, with lots of people that were f big fans of the Soviet Union that we met online would definitely <laughs> say that, you know, <laughs> they were engineering things in their own way or whatever, but no, it was like they were copying Leica and those kinds of, you know, designs and German designs and then making it in the Soviet way, kind of cutting corners and being a bit cheaper where you can. <laughs> and so the Zorki and the Zenits are kind of... Is that of why like, it doesn't work? <laughs> no, 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 no. They're, they're good cameras. They're, they're, they're reliable cameras and the lenses are great on them, but they were definitely like kind of like copies in mm. a way. And There's this market stand in Brick Lane and I'm afraid to take you there now because they sell like all of these old school cameras there. Just like piles and piles and piles of them. I'm not even sure if they're working. There's one in Camden as well. Is there? Yeah, so there's not only our buddy on the corner, Nicholas Cameras, but there's also, um, what's it, like in Camden Market, there's like a full on like 
Well, you're not allowed to go there. I'm not buying any more cameras. You're not allowed to waste any more money on cameras. I'm I'm not buying any more cameras. I will buy possibly some things to kind of like enhance my photo taking abilities. (laughs) Here we go. Another expensive rabbit hole. I might get like some some lenses. I might get some like anamorphic lenses. I might get some wide angle lenses and stuff to take some like cool effect, like, you know, photos and Mm, stuff. mm -hmm. And I might get some lens filters as well. But that's it. I'm drawing the line at that. I'm drawing the line at that. Because, Something in me because, doubts that. Because then the next step, the next step is then different types of cameras, and it is then going to be a proper step up. Do you know? What I mean? <laughs> and it's going to be medium format and like rangefinder cameras and stuff like that, which yeah. is like stuff that you'd want to spend a good bit of money on, so that you yeah. had a good, you know, device instead of buying cheap shit ones. I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of like that. You've sort of challenged me to get into it now as well well it's because i I, like i do like taking pictures of everything but i also like at least one picture of me in the role yeah and every time i've asked you to take a picture of me film (laughs) film school graduate thanks i've been blurry and the background's been in focus or (laughs) like you know thanks a lot there's been something else going on there camera camera shit was never my my strong suit (laughs) clearly (laughs) thanks a lot thanks a lot but i got a pretty i got a pretty pictures of you today i think you did you did i think i well i don't know we have to see how they turn out i think they will come out really nice i wasn't wearing any makeup and i was like oh there's always an excuse always is an excuse anyway today we're not just geeking out about cameras and and stuff we and hobbies and whatever the fuck we wanted to kind of talk a little bit about um the balloon shit and all the current like kind of interest in ufos and everything that's kind of seeming to have like sparked since all of this stuff has happened uh we like if anyone's like tuning in that kind of you know has listened to our older podcast they know that we definitely like to kind of go down that rabbit hole i'm currently <laughs> wearing a shirt that says believe with like a big <laughs> the other way alien yeah. ufo guy on it like yeah. i'm for sure in that camp <laughs> but you know this isn't a, we're gonna get into it this isn't necessarily Wait, like sid, sid is defending me sid said angie never claimed to be a cinematographer no she didn't thank I you guess. for white knighting for me sid <laughs> I'll always love you for that. That, that. that, that is that is true. That is true. Um, but back, yes. yeah, back to what we were saying. So we're gonna like be exploring everything from the mundane so, theories to the outlandish, crazy theories. To to begin a timeline, of and it's classic that like the timeline begins when everyone all of a sudden gets interested in it, which is sort of same, yeah, same yeah. with the Russian war and like all yeah, of these things. Right? Yeah, which like, had been going on since like 2014, well, arguably. Could, yeah, it's, there's loads of points you could yeah. say this is where actually you Ukraine crossed the line and yeah. you, like, you know did all this stuff. So you can say it started whenever, but for argument's sake, uh, there's recent stuff. This Chinese spy balloon. Get shot down. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> There's lots of pressure in and around the government to have shot it down faster. Yeah. Why did you shoot it down at all? Like, constantly, mm-hmm. all of these different things. And so. You can just imagine the Doctor Strange love, like, the, meeting at the Pentagon. <laughs> and so they, 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 re, they readjust their, like, you know, systems or whatever to, 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 to see more of these types of objects and stuff. And then they do. And so then they run after them and shoot them down. But because there's no indication of it actually being a Chinese anything or anything else, and maybe it would kind of be just, you know, <laughs> rubbing the flint even more over the fucking fires of war to be start being like, oh, and this one's a Russian one, and this one's a Chinese one, and mm. this one's a whatever. Mm-hmm. So they just said, 
really fucking crazy language to that like they've got shot down three UFOs mm-hmm. over the US mm-hmm. over like the Super Bowl weekend mm-hmm. to fucking uh, you know to protect everyone to make sure everyone's all nice and safe. Safe. And it's uh, it's insane. There's that, a like, strange uh, aerial threat. <laughs> yeah, th- yeah. There's lot. There's lots of really really uh, potent weird, weird language stuff. being being used around it. Which is uh, quite weird and concerning. And so we're going to kind of run through lots of different elements of this. This was essentially, um, uh, what was it? What's his name? Uh, Marco, Marco Rubio. Rubio. Uh, his response after the initial kind of hearings mm-hmm. um, with the whole incident. Uh, hang on a second. There we are. What is this about? You up all. Do you think that the administration is hiding information from you, or you just believe that they don't have that? Well, I don't think uh, hiding is a strong word. I think they certainly have information that is not available to us yet. And 95% of what was discussed in that room today can be made public without compromising the security of this country. I reiterate that we know what the spy balloon was from China, so put that one aside. The other three instances, as they are described, both publicly and in there, are... Even he's got like a little quiver in his voice. <laughs> well, even then, like he's got so, a little quiver in his voice, like he's scared and nervous even, even about then, what he's though, talking what, about. What's being said here is that we, so the Chinese balloon is sort of a separate incident. The three other ones should be treated should be treated as, the... as like an unknown. Yeah. Um, and then he sort of goes on to say that he doesn't feel as if the American public has been informed enough on what's going on, mm-hmm. and that in the hearing he got the impression that these sort of unidentified objects have been around for like a long time. Yeah. So he sort of opens it up to that sort of notion of the, the idea that this has been a, a phenomenon that's been going on for a really long well, time. And this is the first time that well, we're well, shooting them down. Quote well, unquote. Watch the rest of what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of what he says. Or not new. I mean, we've heard the exact same description in hundreds of cases, dozens this year alone. So observing unidentified objects over U.S. airspace, particularly over sensitive areas of the country, is not new. What we heard in there described, uh, and what we've heard publicly described, sounds just like the stories we've heard repeatedly. And that's why uh, an agency was created, an interagency task force was created to study all of this from a scientific perspective. And so my concern now is that the Department of Defense is not sharing that information with those scientists so that you can compare the data we have on these instances from the ones we have retroactively in the so he's bellyaching about the fact that the information isn't being sh- being shared with like the bodies that are supposed to be investigating this phenomenon yeah they've made up a new body to investigate these incidents yeah. instead of it being part of the UAP task force and yeah. like all the other wider kind of government uh yeah bodies that have been set up over the last few years to actually address a lot of these things there was another video that i shared in the in the discord of another senator from a southern state i forget which one Senator john kennedy or something yeah something like, that, like that yeah yeah he um he also looks like a metal gear solid character <laughs> and he came and out sounds like one. And sounds like one like he has this like southern bell accent it's it's fabulous it's wonderful but yeah he basically looked flustered and was like sort of subtly implying that there's something they're not telling us or whatever and that's kind of the heavy-handed uh language that's sort of being used around this incident which has obviously spurned many theories about what may be going on over the last couple of weeks which we're gonna go into (laughs) yeah shortly um 
Yeah, what else have we got next? Let's finish this class. Okay, yeah, yeah. Some of which mm. have been explained, and so that we have a better understanding of this. And I think there's a stigma associated with this because of space aliens and all stuff. This is not about that. This is about whether an adversary, in my mind, this is about whether an adversary has developed a capability uh, that we know that they know we're not looking for. So we already know what his theory is because he's already dismissed space aliens as a possibility, and yeah. he already is sort of landed on the notion that it's. Uh, an adversary that has a technology that we're well, and that this is unaware the, this of. This is the lens in which they're evaluating probably most of the information through as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not like a true scientific pursuit of like, oh, we're gonna like find the answer to this thing, no matter what that answer is, how fucking woo woo or where it takes us. Yeah, but actually, no, we're looking for an answer yeah and maybe that answer is going to be in this weird thing that we don't know about yet yeah we can't decipher and that will give us some sort of leverage to i don't know put more money in other kind of departments for something else where they've employed a buddy or such and such who's going to give them a job or whoever well there, the are, there are many like, this theories is how it all fucking there works are, there's like it? we're in robert anton wilson world now we're in an illuminatus novel there's a bunch of different things going on and many different theories and this is obviously his, and it's sort of the kind of, I guess, in the halls of power, mainstream consensus. Um, it's literally like, if, I think if you asked, um, if you asked ChatGPT to, uh, to, <laughs> to write you a script of like a politician's <laughs> response in the war room of Stanley Kubrick's, uh, <laughs> you know, um, What's it Should called? we pull ChatGPT up and, and then uh, learn to love the bomb? <laughs> yeah. Uh, then uh, Doctor Doctor Feelgood or whatever it's Doctor Strange Doctor Strange Love. Um, that he would say a response to something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, but in a more delivered in a much more heightened, hilarious yeah. way. Obviously, yeah. But the the words that he's saying is exactly that. Like I'm not really concerned with yeah. space aliens and all this junk. I'm like I'm here to talk about adversaries and, yeah. our, and our enemies yeah. and how you know they can yeah. have potential technology yeah. that's beating us so what i need you to do mr president yeah. is side hustle this <laughs> one billion dollars off into this yeah, fucking yeah, account yeah. for me to fucking do such yeah. and such and such, and such. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's literally well like, not it's not just that it's also it's also like the, this also kind of reveals the mainstream consensus within this level of power because mm. obviously he doesn't know everything which is why He's also kind of he's not like in on the like no. there's this sort of assumption that they all know they this they only know well, that, that we'll get on they know what we know and then they have their own agendas and narratives that they kind of spin a, a little bit later we'll get into who knows what and who <laughs> doesn't know fucking what okay because everything is really speculation yeah with this topic which is what Big makes time. it so fascinating and also well. why it could be manipulated pretty easily by. Uh, but, you know, you know. So what he's talking certain... about, and so, and so what he's referring to with the uh, other UFO instance that are not this and are not the Chinese balloon, is uh, arguably some of the best kind of evidence that we've had for um, uh, actual like otherworldly or however you would want to describe well, it. Well, a phenomenon that we another, don't understand. Another leap in technology in which, no, like nuts and bolts But stuff. even that's, like, even that's a leap. Stuff. Even that is a leap. I would say a phenomenon that we don't understand. Okay. That's been well documented okay. well, let me for show, a let very me show, long time. Let me, show, let me show you a couple videos okay, <laughs> that are like what, 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 what many people deem as the best evidence at the moment that we have of 
publicly available yeah. all of the rest of it okay the phenomenon that he's so, referring to that's been going on that's been well documented and that like they don't know what it is yeah apparently and so for the first so for the first this first video that i'm going to show you okay this is the the classic go fast video this is a well, very it, well, famous context, video now I am, i'm about to I'm okay. explain it okay okay. <laughs> okay, okay okay and so basically the context of this video is that um who who essentially would be considered Top Gun Maverick in like today, where he passed all the stuff, was the guy who was like put on to protect the US after nine eleven on, on like high alert and stuff because he's the top pilot of like the Navy and all this shit. Mm. Uh, he fucking uh, was training some people and went out and saw this thing and had an encounter with it and basically tried to chase it. And he came back and he told people about this thing. The other two pilots that were with this guy saw the UAP as he reported it as well. Had seen it basically doing like making a cross shape in the water. So initially they thought that there was like a like a plane downed like under the, under the sea or something like that. But then actually they realized it was this thing making crazy fast movements, making a wake in the in the ocean. What was his name? D- Commander David Fravor is his and name and he's he been was... on Joe Rogan like it's a very re- it's like one of the most historic and like well documented recent cases of um of UFO interaction and yeah. everything else and also didn't the the government actually like confirmed that a lot yeah, of these uh, cases were yeah well he came out and then that basically they had, to, they, had yeah. to, they had to go yeah this is a real video and this is, and what he said is what he says this yeah. is his, this is his experience and then basically when he came back someone else flew out to then go and find this thing again and capture video of it. And this is what you now see is the video they captured after David Fravor came back and someone else had gone out to go and find these things. I love the cheesy graphics. <laughs> well, it's military, it's military equipment. And this is, so this is something that people yeah, always YouTuber fucking say. that like... Oh, the graphics it. of yeah. the laying on top of it. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, so well, I, will address, <laughs> I will address that as well. Is that you're showing me the best video? We've all got iPhones in our pockets and all this kind of stuff. iPhones, as great as they are, yeah, like they couldn't like the kind of how fucking small these things are and how fast they move and all this fucking shit. Like at distance as well. Like they're not up close to you. You're never gonna catch that on a fucking domestic thing. You're gonna find that on a military grade system, and they unfortunately don't they don't look like hollywood cinema fucking yeah. movies okay yeah. they look like tactical strategic information and scientific information about speed of things distance all of this kind of stuff all right this is the one they call the tic-tac right yeah <laughs> so you can hear how excited they are to actually get it on lock <laughs> Okay, and so now what? What is interesting about like this at the moment already is that yes, this is a thing moving really fast. What it's moving across is the ocean. Okay, and what they're on at the moment is like a heat, um, a heat. Uh, what would you call it? F- sensor or yeah, something. So yeah. you see, the ocean is a color because it's it's um, it's fucking cold or whatever. You see the thing that's not the same color because it's of a different temperature. Normally, you would see like a trail or an exhaust or something like this out of the back of anything moving because that's how propulsion works in our physics and how we understand science. Like this defies 
physics and science as we know is it. Is that what like he what said saying. on Joe Rogan's podcast? No, that's not what he said. He's reporting what he... And so he will tell you what is all of the information in this thing that you're seeing, all the numbers, what they mean, what he saw, the encounter of it, how it moved, the same thing that he didn't Has see. Has he said his appraisal of it? Like, what was his yeah, appraisal? Yeah, you don't know what that is. It's terrifying to think that it would be like a, another nation that has capabilities that way, and you kind of hope that it's aliens in, in the best <laughs> regard. Wait, so you, but, so, so wait, that was his, that was his appraisal? In... Yeah, when Lex Friedman's podcast and Joe Rogan's podcast, that's kind of the conclusion I think he, he came to, which is a similar which thing. Which was a sort like of a national defense yeah, kind of... Yeah, he's a military guy. He's a commando. Guy. He's yeah, like a top yeah. like, naval commander or whatever, like, you know, no, I took an auto track. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh, dude. Wow, look at that, man. Look at the fly. Okay, this second one is like, you know, I guess <laughs> the closest thing that you could uh, oh compare to sort of like the balloons or something. Yeah. Where it was like this thing in, you know, the similar a similar kind of altitude or whatever. But in the same way of the Tic Tac, you see the background and you see the temperature of this thing and there's no propulsion and there's no back part of it. And not only that, it does some freaky fucking maneuver as well. When you hear the context of uh, where they're flying and everything. Dude, this is a fucking drone, bro. There's a whole fleet of them. Look on the ASA. My gosh. They're all going against the wind. The wind's 120 knots from the west. So he just said if you can't understand his, like, um, microphone, his, like, pilot microphone, he said that it's going 120 knots against the wind. So that's not a balloon. Balloons can't go against the wind. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> when was this? This one, I believe, was around 2017. Mm. Uh, it might give me the dates under here. No, it's not going to do that. But yeah, is this think... one of the ones that Tom DeLong has been? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I don't trust I think, him though. I think to the start. Well, how put off is involved with to the stars and stuff. So like, mm. it's not. It's, I don't trust. Know, we'll, um, see. we'll see. We'll see. I'm I think, sus, they're, just, I I think they're just a pressure lobby sus. group inside trying to get this stuff approved by certain people to get published and everything. Mm. I don't think that there's nefarious fucking. Way. I don't know. I don't trust. Isn't his? Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Karen, watch this. Okay. He's about to do this fucking thing. <laughs> Go on. This one looks more like a flying saucer. Like a traditional, like, trad. Okay. And now, now what's what it is? That's not an LNS though, is it? It's not an LNS, dude. Well, if there's like another thing, it's rotating. Okay, so like that is going 120 knots against the wind, like this, like a craft is like this. And then it is rotating on its nose up again, going this way and still moving in the same direction. Well, there's nothing that we have that or any or to aviation like technology that could do that <laughs> yeah. on Earth. Yeah. So that's where people draw extraterrestrial or other ultra ultra terrestrial things that we're going to get into a bit <laughs> yeah, later. Yeah. But even then, this so there's there's a well documented phenomenon that's been going on. There is. There's a couple other videos I could even show you that will kind of give you more context on that as well. Demonstrated with George Knapp, fabulous George. Uh, I was going to sort of talk. Who about the fuck his, is uh, fabulous George? Dude, George Knapp it was the host of Coast to Coast in the '90s, which was like a famous like late night radio station that people talked about the paranormal and like supernatural. That sounds and awesome. And he was a fucking or oh, still is like a a news reporter for um 
a station in like Arizona or somewhere, like mm. a local station, and he reports on your UFOs and stuff. Cool. So yeah, he's a fucking legend. But he's, <laughs> I think they they showed some other trippy videos here of some other kind of I think even more recent videos that were yeah from off warships in July 2019. So uh, check this out. Navy, there's no question that the Pentagon has censored data to go along with the photos and videos, but none of that information has been leaked or otherwise released. That is until today. For two long hours on the night of July 15, 2019, the crew of the USS Omaha detected on multiple sensor systems unknown objects that surrounded the ship as it moved through ocean waters west of San Diego. One of the objects, a self-illuminated sphere at least six feet in diameter, flew alongside the Omaha for an extended period and was observed through a thermal sensor in the ship's combat center. Filmmaker Jeremy Corbell released the Navy video weeks ago and says similar events were reported by eight other Navy ships in the same area over three days. Mark bearing range. There was numerous warships that are having... So that is like uh, one that went underwater. And this is like quite common in a lot of UFO sightings that there's like it's around water or they go like into water. Mm. So... Um, just another, another, <laughs> another interesting detail worth bearing in mind but yeah th- th- i mean so there's 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 lots of like really credible evidence by lots of really credible witnesses and sightings and all sorts of stuff and it's something that should be taken seriously it isn't it is though. kind of being taken seriously but well not really it hasn't been for well, a long time yeah, and, so, and, and and journalists specifically have been incredibly negligible on this topic yeah. i mean it's only just starting to kind of come into mainstream discussion but obviously a lot of the people oh shit has our camera been off this whole time oh no uh-oh can you can you still see us <laughs> i don't think they can oh shit hang on a second oh no oh shit can you see us sorry guys there we go we went we went we went blind for a while sorry about that um but yeah what was i saying yeah, there, there's so there's been this well documented sort of phenomenon, and journalists have been quite like negligent, bleh, negligent about reporting on it. Um, but when it is reported on, it's always sort of done in a way that kind of suits like the establishment narrative, the yeah. one that Marco Rubio is talking about. Exactly. Nobody really credible is entertaining the idea that there may be some other phenomenon going on, well, and not necessarily people. extraterrestrial, in, yeah, including, so- including you know technology that we may not be aware of there are some people that are taking it pretty like have given really really good um you know written amazing books done all sorts of stuff around this topic that have been studying it for years and decades like people like Jacques Vallée I'd even put George Knapp into someone like that he's been looking into this stuff since the 90s yeah so um you know and his basically opinion around his and Jeremy have a great podcast called weaponized not that there's like you know they need any extra help from shitty little podcasts like mine but <laughs> <laughs> they uh they had a great episode where they were basically discussing all the recent balloon shenanigans and everything else in between and they were sort of saying how you know if any real ufo was shot at they wouldn't be putting it on fucking cnn and it wouldn't be in like you know the Super Bowl <laughs> announcements. <laughs> of or course, the fuck. yeah, of course, of course. Um, so, like, there's a zero chance that it's a, a actual UFO. Yeah. 
and that actually. Well, what do you mean by UFOs in something otherworldly or I mean, yeah, ultra terrestrial? Yeah, 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 something yeah. something that's like of of really scientifically unexplainable, uh, you know, nature like what I've just shown you. Yeah, yeah. That has no propulsion system evident that can instantaneously accelerate beyond the speed of light or beyond the speed of sound without causing sonic booms and things mm -hmm, like this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, like, and even actually, I think some of the stuff that uh, Jeremy talks about a bit later in that video is the physical effects that people have had from, uh, you know, interactions with UFOs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Radiation burns. Um, sudden pregnancies. <laughs> <laughs> sexy that's all hot. sorts of things no it's like it's crazy that's and, a, like, a and, fantasy and, of and, mine and, and the thing is it goes okay well you can't sort of shut anything out until you've really properly thoroughly ruled it out and i think a lot of the stuff was ruled out under a lot of like psyopery and everything else with like project blue book and stuff like that in yeah. the past so it's never really... You mean Project the, Blue Beam? No, Blue Book. Oh, Blue Book. I'm oh, sorry. Which yeah, is yeah. like, uh, you know, it was originally a CIA operation to... Or FBI, one of them, <laughs> to fucking uh, investigate UFOs. And then it became a massive operation to debunk UFOs. Yeah. And so anytime you saw one, that's where the weather balloon yeah. <laughs> <laughs> explanation yeah. actually originated from, which is so sad to see it coming back. Yeah. But their idea, uh, Jeremy and George, to summarize what their thoughts on were with this thing, was that they're going to use this uh, as a way of going, oh, they're UFOs, they're UFOs, building it all up. Getting so everyone excited getting about... Getting everyone excited about it, getting all yeah. this fucking media attention, to then only go, oh, whoops-a-daisy, actually, look, they're balloons, and I, I'm sure actually hundreds of the other ones that we've had reports on tend to uh, follow these exact characteristics, Patterns. which is exactly what Marco Rubio said, which isn't necessarily the case. If these things were fucking, like, UFOs in the same capacity that the fucking Tic Tac was, like the thing off the o Omaha was, like the triangle off those other fucking ships was, like all of these things... No, it's not the fucking same. You described mm -hmm. an octagonal thing with, like, strings coming down that was, like, kind of there. Like, all of these things have had, like, otherworldly, impossible, like, motions and things with them. Mm -hmm. Even the one off the ship. It went into the water. Mm -hmm. There's another video where fucking one of them splits into two things and goes into the water <laughs> and Cthulhu. then comes back out again and <laughs> oh then fucks God. off somewhere at the speed of fucking whatever yeah like it's insane yeah like the a balloon you can't confuse a fucking balloon for some shit like that yeah you know it's not the but same i don't thing. think that that any of that that phenomenon is what's kind of going on here no, with it's whatever not. They're and, that's, and that's what they're and saying the fact they're and trying if it was to you wouldn't yeah. be you wouldn't be hearing yeah, about yeah, it on yeah. the news like that yeah like, especially like the day after or like the week after or whenever the fuck how recent it was like it wouldn't it it literally physically couldn't happen that way with like information channels and all the other shit yeah that's what jeremy was explaining anyway yeah and he's the one that leaks all this shit from military people so i'm gonna kind of trust his fucking word on that you know? <laughs> <laughs> like um yeah but Anyway, move, moving on to the next part of this, like with the balloons, there was another really interesting development with it where actually um, Aaron Mate kind of summed up really nicely um, the effectiveness of the US military and how, how um, you know, knowledgeable they are actually about anything that's happening in their airspace. So let's have a look. But we're learning more about what these new objects were after the initial Chinese yes. balloon. And check this out. Uh, this is from Dave Brown. He's with Politico. 
not pointing fingers, but an Illinois-based club of balloon enthusiasts says one of their balloons went missing in the Alaska-Yukon region the day before an F-22 shot a high-altitude object out of the sky over the Alaska-Yukon region. And this is the details. This is from Aviation Week. Hobby Club's missing balloon feared shot down by the U.S. Air Force. This is what Aviation Week reports. A small globe-trotting balloon declared missing in action by an Illinois-based hobbyist club on February 15th has emerged as a candidate to explain one of the three mystery objects shot down by four heat-seeking missiles launched by U.S. Air Force fighters since February 10th. The club, the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade, that's NIBBB, is not pointing fingers yet. But the circumstantial evidence is at least intriguing. The club's silver-coated party-style Pico balloon reported its last position on February 10th at 38,910 feet off the west coast of Alaska, and a popular forecasting tool, the Hisplit model, projected the cylindrically shaped object would be floating over, would be floating high over the central part of Yukon Territory on February 11th. That is the same day a Lockheed Martin F-22 shot down an unidentified object of a similar description and altitude in the same general area. <laughs> there are suspicions among other prominent members of the small Pico ballooning enthusiast community, which combines ham radio and high altitude, altitude ballooning into a single relatively affordable hobby. I love how it was kind of became like a bit of an advert for Pico ballooning at the end of their little segment. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's actually kind of relatively affordable to get into, guys. It's a really interesting, uh, you know, hobby we've got going on here. We want more of you. <laughs> wait, so explain it. Man, explain it to me. Uh, so wait, these hobbyists. This group in Illinois yeah. basically said that they had a balloon that went missing the day before. Uh, this F-52, F-22 or whatever the fuck went up and fired a heat-seeking missile at it and fired it down. <laughs> or fired something down of the similar description that was also happened to be in the same area. Mm -hmm. So there's like a high likelihood with that information that it could have been this like $180 balloon or <laughs> even down to $12, I think he, he says. He kind of goes into this more a bit more specifics. I tried contacting our military and the FBI and just got the runaround to try to enlighten them on what a lot of these things probably are. And they're going to look not too intelligent to be shooting them down, says Ron Meadows, the founder of Scientific Balloon Solutions, a Silicon Valley company that makes purpose-built Pico balloons for hobbyists, educators, and scientists. <laughs> so they tried to warn them. They tried to reach out. There was even there were whistleblowers saying, hey, like, you're just shooting down some recreational balloons. But apparently... Our national security state was too busy spending millions of dollars <laughs> flying Air Force jets to shoot these things down. The descriptions of all three unidentified objects shot down <laughs> That's really February funny. 10th to 12th match the shapes, altitudes, and payloads of the small Pico balloons, <laughs> which can usually be purchased for $12 to $180 each, depending on the type. So how many... Boom. <laughs> so it's just yeah. like the military like on high alert like freaking out <laughs> yeah and, ju and, and just here is basically the breakdown of uh <laughs> well maybe the reason why of they're freaking out over these little balloons and hobbyists is because this year alone there's been i think 12 or 13 of these like weird unidentified object incidents well it's the fact that they would they would list 
balloons like that in the, in that category. <laughs> yeah. Because it then muddies the, the water, water and like makes yeah. it unclear if you're talking about some piece of shit floating <laughs> in the sky <laughs> or if you're talking about something that's moving in a like a way that is going to defies physics break your little human brain if yeah. you even try to comprehend it. Yeah. Like it doesn't yeah. make sense. So this is a little actual numerical breakdown of how much it costs to send these fighter jets off to go and fire one of these special new missiles at one of these hobbyist balloons. Oh my god. And so they I think apparently they missed once, which is alarming that they've got a four hundred and fifty thousand dollar <laughs> heat seeking missile that can't blow up a oh balloon gosh. on the first try. Oh my god. That doesn't bode well. That's horrible. Let's hope we don't hear any further stories about where that missile went when it did miss. Oh my god. And fucking there's some other <laughs> horrendous cover oh my god because fucking god knows oh my god uh, that comes to the nice price of nearly fucking a million dollars like nine hundred thousand dollars basically two f-16s seven hours of flight which means that they were flying around for fucking ages before deciding to finally pull the trigger on this fucking thing 200 grand for each fucking one and then extra reconnaissance planes and shit to you know, gather data about the encounter, basically, and as, back, <laughs> as backup in case this fucking thing went sideways. Oh like, my god! So they spent nearly two million dollars on this fucking balloon. That's insane. That's absolutely. That's the cost insane. of popping a balloon. I can't believe that you wouldn't like get a sniper and like you know, <laughs> just do it the old fashioned. Get him way. on a Cessna and fucking yeah. You know what I mean? I, I mean, like... they they seem to be able to do that when they want to assassinate people. <laughs> You but they can't me. do it for a fucking balloon. Like, I know, exactly. It doesn't make any fucking sense at all. It doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> oh um, my God. But then there was sort of, you know, some more more esoteric theories coming around. So we've got... This is the no-nonsense, like, grounded, down-to-earth, like, okay, this is, like, seriously... Has and also the government is trying to scare us and all yeah, of that bullshit and, and there's war. And, and there's probably psyops around, like, uh, other further that, rights yeah. or, like, spending that they're going to try and, like, push through through all of these, like... UFO sightings and all this, and kind also of stuff. just even like the idea, manufacturing can suffer the idea that the military keep it keeps yeah, you safe. Exactly. Where exactly. there's a th- an, an, there's like this sort of ubiquitous like threat, like yeah, all of that stuff. That's okay. Stuff. Now let's but, get to the schizo stuff. But now, yeah, now now we now we're gonna go into some further fringe theories <laughs> that like you know aren't necessarily. Um, misinformation teehee but also like do have amount of credibility to them and should be taken kind of seriously which i think is interesting okay. oh but so, it, it's delivered from the worst person possible uh, yeah well this is the link she's, this is the link you sent me so. she's, the thing is, Can, candace my girl candace is looking at it through like this weird christian eschatology lens Plus lemonade. which lines up with project blue beam yeah. Obviously, regardless of whatever is going on with this balloon situation, there's still this uh, like unknown phenomenon going on in the skies, and everyone has weird theories about it. Yeah, and like among the sort of Christian kind of conservative eschatology thing, Project Bluebeam is like 
a reigning theory because it's basically the idea that like aliens are faking gay and it's all just like the one world new world order trying to trick us into becoming a one world religion well, and kind of kind of so there that's are, like there, the whole like there there are some thing about that there are some details that candace misses out on and that you missed out on that i'll go into after we've watched this uh a bit of this clip yeah because it's a bit unhinged she's she um, just uh, so unpleasant her like her uh <laughs> her vibe is just so unpleasant okay, like yeah. she's the way she talks about the aliens too is almost like she, like she's like threatening them <laughs> like she's gonna stab them <laughs> so serge manis said that step one of project Bluebeam was going to involve the manufacturing of artificially created earthquakes in strategic locations around the world again to make it clear he is stating in 1994 that the so he's were wait pause. So he's this guy that wrote this book. Yeah. In 1994. Yeah, that said that the government have had this plan since the 19 like 20s basically to stage something like this to enact a, some kind an apocalyptic of, kind of to, to enact, thing to, to do to the new world a, order to enact or some th- shit to enact a third party enemy to create a uh, one world government kind of like a Watchmen kind of vibe like a Mac- Doctor Manhattan kind of thing. But like, it has to do with the rapture. Or something along yeah, there's those lots lines. Of, there's lots of angles and ways that they've thought about doing it. And this is some of the ways that she's basically going to describe now. In possession of technology that was going to be able to make this happen. Can the government cause earthquakes? I don't really know about that. Again, I'm just telling you what he said. These earthquakes, according to him, were going to unearth ancient artifacts, indicating that the religious doctrines of all nations have been misunderstood for centuries, thus discrediting... This sounds like Evangelion. <laughs> Isn't that what happened? They like went and found some a- ancient artifacts. The gold tablets. Joseph Smith found the tablets <laughs> and revealed the truth to him. Wrong law, Jake. Wrong law. Oh, is it, this is the wrong story. Wrong law. Oh, different, different story. Sorry. <laughs> wrong, wrong schizo law. Religions. Okay, we've yet to see anything like that. I haven't seen the ancient artifacts that have come up to discredit all of the religions. The second step, he says was going to involve a giant show from space. Essentially, they were going to use three-dimensional optical holograms that were going to project (laughs) holographic images. She's basically describing Astro World. (laughs) Like... If that's the plan, I'm up for it. Like, <laughs> just sounds like a giant like gig. Describing the spider stage at Boomtown, just, like, <laughs> immersive. We were all um, we almost were about to get tickets to Boomtown because we we're kind of planning the summer, but we decided against it. It's not. It's like not good music. I don't take enough ketamine to feel comfortable. At and also, I'm not paying three hundred quid to see a bunch of like shit house DJs. Like, I don't know. It's just like not. <laughs> you never know. You, you never, never know. know. Anyway, anyway, go anyway. on to beam across the side across the sky pardon and that these images were going to include projections of jesus muhammad buddha krishna and it was all going to merge into one essentially they were going to be able to accomplish this by using space-based satellites and it was going to make the entire sky transform into a massive a massive movie screen they have a technology to do that at nasa i don't know I don't know. NASA really is just sort of a black budget. Like, I have no idea what NASA does. I don't know why. Yeah, this is this she's is, so this, nasty. This, this, this like, is like this is like bitch. some of the stuff that she says that really reveals like her level of ignorance with some shit. Like, I don't. Uh, NASA's just a black budget. I don't know what NASA does. It's like, bro. I mean, 
you should have some fucking pride as an American for fucking NASA, man. That's insane that you'd just be like, fuck NASA. No, there's a lot of, there's no, there's a lot of, no, no, there's a lot. give all these money to these fucking There's nerds. a lot. You'd be surprised, Jake. <laughs> like, I think dude, what? there's a lot like, of, dude, there's a lot of conspiracy oh. surrounding NASA. Well, not not they're that not that, they're a government but that's what body. I'm saying, so which like, is why it's gonna, okay to be skeptical they about they them. They've got some information around the in, in, like subject of UFOs that like isn't but the idea. Like, like I understand, like the I, you're you're kind of like wrapped up in the '60s ideal of NASA, whereas like it's like you said, it's a government organization. So the idea it that it's just like clean, sparkly entity is I'm not saying it's clean, sparkly bullshit. entity, but at the same time, I don't know what NASA does. Like, bro, they do like science research in space. I how, still how, think, how, I how, still how, think they're sus. I agree with Candace. Oh <laughs> I think that they're sus, nah. but I just don't like her that, energy. No, that energy her is energy the same. Is awful. Like, that energy is the same as when she went on Joe Rogan and was like, "I don't believe in science." And, like, and then you're like, <laughs> explain yourself. I'm like, I don't have to. I don't believe in science. You're like, okay, well, I mean, how do you have a fucking conversation? From I know. Like? I I don't know. I whatever. That's like, why he's the best interviewer of all time. If someone said that shit to me, I'd be like, all right. <laughs> what do you like where do we go from there like, that's such a stupid fucking statement go on play, play the clip trillions and trillions of taxpayer dollars i don't i don't know what nasa i don't think they get trillions i think the nasa budget is fucking inconsequential to the, like the grand scheme of the but didn't budget it because of... it's like sort of linked to defense as well like the well, whole space, space force war, thing but that's not nasa is that not linked to nasa thing? at no, all that's part of the military stuff it's okay not part of so NASA. it's not part of nasa at all so i i would need to pull up the numbers to be 100 percent sure but i i would put a good bet that it's not in the trillions for yeah. their budget yeah it does Keep call it. me an idiot but it, they they have an incredible budget for seemingly nothing <laughs> in my opinion the third step is even Dude, they like help launch a fucking telescope well, know. into didn't... space that has just fucking destroyed our fundamental like models that we had for like how the universe was formed and how galaxies move and like all sorts of fucking crazy shit. Like fucking that's what they've just done. That's yeah. what like the budget goes towards. Yeah. <laughs> not important, like not not in doesn't matter fucking i don't know i th I'd think that's a pretty big achievement well i still think they're sus because <laughs> <laughs> i think everything and is sus. he says that this is going to involve artificial intelligence again i just like just state this over and over again he was saying this in 1994 artificial intelligence that was going to be able to use mind control to reach people inside of their minds. And this was going to involve rays from satellites that are being fed memories from our computers that have stored massive data about every single human being on Earth. That's a great sci-fi novel. I pitch. know. <laughs> that is obviously completely Looney Tunes, but that is like a she, great. She, she just seems like she pitch. would she would like scold the aliens and like force them to go to church and like. What she, are you doing here? <laughs> she kind of looks like an alien too, don't you think? A Have little you got bit. your papers? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> Her eyes are like quite far apart, and like I don't know, she kind of gives me alien vibes in a way. I don't know how much she says is like. Because people like her are just so intellectual, intellectually dishonest because there's so much money and interest behind yeah. people like them. So it's really... And but also, that's she's what not... what I find is like a really big downfall sense... for someone like Jordan Peterson as well, is that like as much as all the good things that he sort of says around psychology and, you know, things or whatever... The things that are wrong with modernity. He starts going off on like capitalism and all these other things where it's like, you're just 
you're on Prager use money fucking yeah, box, man. Yeah, like, yeah. That's not psychology. Yeah. Like, just stick like to anytime a, a psychological or like cultural malady he's complaining about intersects with the market, he won't like criticize the market because yeah. he can't. But because even then, but even then, in the same it, way, Candace Owens. Yeah, does. but even then, like we, we were talking about reality tunnels and like Robert Anton Wilson earlier. Marco Rubio's reality tunnel is like a politician is like you know defense, defense. Candace Owens' reality tunnel is like this sort of right wing cultural figure. Is how can I kind of make this unknown phenomenon fit into my reality tunnel, which is nefarious kind of one world order. It's like the end times. It's sort of like matched ma- matched into Christian eschatology. So that's another reality tunnel that exists about this very kind of unknown phenomenon that's that's going on right now. Um, what other reality tunnels are there currently? <laughs> What's the next reality tunnel? Yeah. Is and finally. Oh no no no! Let's what? move on to the next one. Move on to the next one. Oh, okay. Yeah, what's so, the next oh, okay. reality? Well, no. So basically, like after, like well, that doesn't fully explain it, but Project Bluebeam is basically like not only like the whole Jesus and like movie sky thing and like forming that. It was also to basically like fake UFO invasion or attack or some kind of thing like this to then encourage uh, support for the idea of like a unified world army and government mm. um to protect us from this threat. these ufos yeah. that we don't like know enough about but there's been some incident that's been big enough to then substantiate sort of like something like this yeah and to sort of lead on from from well that, i was saying but the only reason i feed being... into the next uh the next li- link pretty pretty easily which is the next reality do tunnel. i not want to uh, re- upset your segue to the next reality tunnel I just, the only reason i wanted to say is that the only reason i brought that up is because the reason this reality tunnel or the sort of project bluebeam narrative appeals to people like candace owens is because it doesn't disrupt their worldview yeah. like the first thing she brings up is this notion of an, an earthquake being generated that unearths artifacts that discredit all the world's major religions I do think that because there's a sort of unknown phenomenon happening that's unexplainable, there is this sort of, at least to those who are switched onto it and who think about these things, there's this, and who are like part of some kind of religious paradigm, there's this like underlined existential fear that it will disprove their reality tunnel, what they believe to be true about the world. And so they have concocted this kind of ad hoc explanation for what's happening. Well... The other, so leading on from that of like faking a, um, you know, faking an invasion or an attack of some fashion from like a seemingly extraterrestrial uh, force. Yeah. We've now got um, Dr. Stephen Greer to give us a, a great little. He's crazy great, though. He is like, you know. He's fully he's an, insane. He's an, he's an interesting He gives figure. me the same energy that, what's his name? Fucking Graham Hancock gives me he's an, i don't trust that motherfucker an, at all figure <laughs> and is someone that has also spent decades doing this stuff yeah. so you have but to he also least... like meditates in the desert and tries to summon he does, aliens well, and he's also thing. like weirdly ripped as well yeah, even though okay. he like has a nerdy <laughs> <laughs> okay. wait can we wait, wait, wait can we just look at some pictures <clears throat> of him no we can't can look we because they're like these, hilarious no it's not hilarious it is kind of Come funny on. give give the guy he's, he's like, like a gym cell <laughs> give the guy some credit all right, all right like, i'm sorry i'm sorry like I'm sorry. He, he is a bit crazy but then it's also like we don't know 
shit about this phenomenon. And no, the thing but it doesn't mean we it, should entertain every fucking. And this guy gives me Graham Hancock if vibes. He, he thinks that you you def you can communicate with these things through meditation and other stuff. He's a fucking California. So I will, I will preface nut that. Job I will preface. Insult. I will preface that clip. This clip with that information. <laughs> like, but who's to say what is actually possible or <coughs> even true or relevant around this topic? No, I'm not saying like. For instance, there's been all kinds of um, theories about that for a long time. Like, even Alistair Crowley claimed to have like contacted Lamb. Madame Blavatsky claimed she was talking to Ascended Masters, the Thule Society or whatever during the, the, the Nazi... Society that was set up in Fulham. Oh, yeah. That's the same deal. There's this weird, like, uh, like church. Like it was a, like, like a like cult church. aristocrat from, like, the 60s or something yeah. basically set up this, like, new age religion where they, uh, yeah, meditate to try and contact aliens and stuff. Yeah, but they, like, channel them and do weird voices and they're, like, temple was in an area of London where we used to live and we used to pass it and then be like, hello, what the fuck is this All these like weird esoteric symbols outside of it and like these welcome like pamphlets. I don't know. We we were tempted to visit it, but I... Anyway, anyway. there's a definite link between the phenomenon and consciousness. And so Stephen Greer definitely follows down that path a lot, but he also knows a lot about the nuts and bolts phenomenon and like craft that have been recovered and all sorts of things. And we're going to hear what he has to say. Does he really though? I think, I I don't know. I think he he does. I think he does. I think he has spent an awful lot of time around people that are like the uh, Northrop Grumman fucking Lockheed Martin yada yada boeing all the rest of it mm. that would have the information around these things and that those are probably an amalgamation of the companies that make up this uh body that he talks about in this clip and that like, let me play it now mind that i mean this has come out publicly recently uh when i briefed 25 years ago or almost 26 years ago the head of intelligence for the joint chiefs of staff admiral uh, tom wilson he received from me a document that listed the project code names and numbers, and he made inquiries. And when he did, he was threatened with not only demotion, but more, and he was denied access to his projects. Now, when he, one person that he spoke to said, uh, you don't have a need to know. He said, well, how can I not have the need to, go, to know? I'm the head of intelligence, J2, for the Joint Chiefs of Staff. That, narr- that story that I'm telling you right now, extrapolate that over 33 years I've been doing this. And then I, in meeting after meeting, I've warned of the ability of this clandestine and illegally run operation to gaslight the government and the American people and the global public uh, on a threat from out there that doesn't exist. Now, the question is, are they pivoting to do this and say it's all Chinese? For example, there have been professional disinformation agents like Lou Elizondo and Chris Mellon and others that have been going up and telling members of the Senate Intelligence Committee, oh, these were from China when they were talking about the things that were ours, literally made by my uncle's company, Northrop Grumman, uh, he's deceased now, or Lockheed Skunk Works. Now, I... That's like one of the weird things about this phenomenon is that it's global. Um, so the idea that our government is trying to spin, that it is like a hostile enemy nations that could be true but didn't china also shoot down something weird recently yeah and isn't this isn't prob- this phenomenon also well documented well, that, in other parts of the world but again too? it probably wasn't a ufo because they announced it 
Mm. It's probably something, something ordinary, else. but they have to also be like, yeah, you're shooting down balloons. We shoot down balloons as well. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. absolutely yeah, small yeah. dick shit yeah. like that that makes <laughs> up geopolitics, which yeah. is actually nuts. Yeah, but it's so yeah, true. yeah, yeah. It really is Doctor Strange love. It is, man. <laughs> like, it literally yeah. is. I can't watch that movie. Oh, I, I, love I literally it. can't do it's it. It's my favorite keyword. We film. went to, where did we go? It was like some weird jazz cafe that they had converted into like a mini cinema yeah. where they showed it. And I had to like walk out. Like it just it was just too visceral. So good. It's just too visceral. We can prove this through testimony, through documents, what have you. But you'll never see this in the New York Times. And I think the problem is is that the the stranglehold that uh these interests have on large mainstream media and tech companies prevents the truth from penetrating enough people to avert what I've worried about for many years. And that is, I, you know, what's happened in the last two weeks or oh, 10 days camera. where the public. If you can still hear us, we're still here, guys. <laughs> frenzy by we're pulling a few triggers that control the media and the narrative that there's this threat we're still that we here. have to be worried about. Us. I honestly think that, you know, yeah. when they said that, well, they're now training their sensors uh, to detect these objects. I know for a fact the the National Reconnaissance Office, the super secret spy satellite operation they have had uh, sensors that could picked up these objects in space and over the earth for many what's the gist of it what's the gist of his theory he goes into it yeah he's but he's fucking to boring to listen to <laughs> he's, he's literally just about to get to it okay all right so go on, go on, go on. So i know i am with <laughs> granular resolution the question is why are they suddenly announcing their existence? What kind of uh, event uh, are they trying to set up here? So I'm very suspicious of it. I can't say definitively whether they're trying to posit a, uh, a threat from outer space that's quote-unquote alien, which is ludicrous, frankly, or that it, you know it's, it's, it's something from China so we can get ourselves into another world war or some huge conflict that benefits the usual suspects in the military industrial community yeah and that's what i'm i'm yeah so that basically there is like an illegal like clandestine organization that like could be trying to stage this stuff so that's is, his theory is that yeah. it's like not any sort of nation it's like some kind of third third party yeah that is like an amalgamation of like all of the like the people that would fund the excavations on things like that and the reverse engineering of craft and stuff like that mm -hmm. it certainly isn't the US government like they don't have money to kind of fucking actually perform stuff like that yeah like it would cost so much fucking cash mm -hmm. and so it's these other like private interest groups that we all know but like there is like a other overarching body that like probably most people don't know the name of <laughs> that actually has craft that they've made from all this reverse engineered technology so they could stage something like that wow and this feeds into the project blue beam uh, hypothesis in many ways because that's basically how it would be enacted it's not necessarily the u.s is then going to dominate everyone and convince them with this avengers style movie presentation in the sky <laughs> holograms and shit. it's like Astral. an international body that like you know sells weapons to everyone 
(laughs) 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 fucking will like make this like stage this kind of fake attack to then and like give uh all everyone the time to basically be like oh yeah shit we should all just be like against the aliens so like a watchman scenario yeah like a watchman like a dr manhattan kind of thing and then um you know there's and uh, just around the sort of ufo phenomenon and around like you know the, these are all like ideas and things that like of recent phenomenon of like how, of how it could be and we've gone into a little bit of the history of like what is the most recent evidence and why the conversation has picked up so much around ufos and stuff but there was also a really great um little article written by a guy called hal Putoff, who was a parapsychologist who worked for the cia and developed the program for remote viewing and all of those kinds of things so like he's been doing like parapsychological research for the u.s government all the weird spooky whack shit that you wouldn't even think about yeah he hasn't been interested in for like officially in in like a government capacity for decades now so like he's a really interesting person to hear what he has to say about this stuff and what he also poses is like a couple of other models and ideas of things that aren't really necessarily talked about when it comes to ufos and this kind of thing because it's always nuts and bolts and very scientific and there are these things and we've seen them on radar and military equipment and this kind of thing you kind of lose kind of some of the maybe the bigger picture of what it could could be and so i'm gonna i'm gonna read for you this little this little uh <clears throat> do you want to make the robot do it <laughs> no because it reads all the page numbers and all the stuff oh, at yeah, the same annoying. time it's really annoying. i like so her I'll voice just, though I, i'll just read it but um yeah so Ultra terrestrial models by Hal Pussoff. Under consideration in this paper are two seminal statements and their concomitants currently unknown as follows. There is an unknown, uh, unidentified phenomenon interacting with the current population, human population on Earth. It is currently unknown whether the phenomenon is exclusively extraterrestrial, extra-dimensional, crypto-terrestrial, <laughs> demonic slash jinn. <laughs> Proto- I thought that was so funny that he put that in there. Proto slash ancient human, time travelers, etc., or some combination or mutation of any or all of these above, basically. However, it appears highly likely that the phenomenon per se is not constituted exclusively of members of the current human population. In this paper, we address the above overarching theme uh ultra terrestrials in order to develop a template to be matched against data in hands that may uh, be procured in the future oh my goodness as one takes a decades-long view of the unidentified aerial phenomenon ufo uap topic it is easy to become frustrated by what one sees as a lack of robust progress in establishing um sure and certain ironclad data points even uh the most fu- of the most fundamental issues these issues prompt such key questions as follows is the phenomenon predominantly nuts and bolts psychological or metaphysical assuming such distinctions can be made is the source of the phenomenon predominantly terrestrial ultra terrestrial e.g. occult ancient occult group isolated <laughs> pre-diluvial high-tech society what stranded ets slash gods <laughs> or extraterrestrial assuming that some distinctions can be uh, meaningful distinctions can be made uh, or 
Distinctions between these alternatives are meaningful even. Um, has the phenomenon ramped up in our era, or has it essentially been constant over millennia? Are oft-times related, uh, oft related topics such as abductions, crop circles, and animal muta mutilations truly related, or are they separate categories of phenomenon? Are institutions such as governments truly that much more knowledgeable than we are, even if uh, only in a certain protected domains, or are they essentially in the same position we are, give or take some hard data in hand? <laughs> that's okay, so that's a lot to take in, like, already. Yeah. Already he's proposed Jin, <laughs> the Cthulhu scenario, <laughs> uh, ancient occult, ultra-terrestrial, uh, inner-earth Well, yeah, so I'll, 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 I'll explain a little bit of those other ones that aren't as commonly talked about <laughs> in, the, in the UFO conversation. <laughs> but um, especially, like, proto-ancient human. And so, like, this is basically the idea that around kind of, like, you know, some cataclysmic event or some period in history that there was a, a, a secret, well, a group of human beings that segregated themselves away from the rest of the population of Earth in some way and was able to um, <clears throat> develop on their own like the whole ascended masters them. thing basically. yeah or like atlanteans or yeah like, you know, there's a lot all of, of different those people. weird like uh ideas of some sort of uh, you know uh, advanced civilization type yeah. of thing which george rr R. martin took to its logical conclusion with like the valyrians in game of thrones or whatever that sort yeah, of it represents exactly. that kind of myth that seems to be a archetype that's followed us including in really horrible ways, obviously like the Aryan myth and all of these other things that it seems to sort of fall under that weird kind of category mm -hmm. of ultra, ultra terrestrials. The idea that there's stuff that's been here longer than we have or whatever. Yeah. I won't read the rest of it because the rest of it's kind of uh, quite sort of scientific and, and a bit sort of about how he's frustrated, basically how all the information we receive is passive Mm -hmm. how something happens and we then will m luckily manage to capture it on some sort of video or something and then that and then we study that and we look at it and we try and the best we can to figure stuff out he wants to see like active forensics mm -hmm. and like people actually trying to trigger these things or do something so that they can study it mm -hmm. in a more controlled way and mm -hmm. not just in a we've set some stuff up and now we'll passively accept all of this information. We should be, like, trying to actually study all of these things really accurately and, like, scientifically and actively instead of just sort of waiting for stuff to happen and go, oh, that was weird and we can't explain it. Oh, <laughs> that was weird as well. It happened the time before. I also like <laughs> this idea of, like, extraterrestrials versus ultra-terrestrials. Like, yeah. the idea that either that we sort of as a culture look outwards and say oh there it must come from somewhere else but we seldom explore the idea that like it's been here longer than us and i mean we've seen that done in fiction a lot like obviously hp lovecraft's yeah entire mythos is rooted around the idea of like 
us being on the head of this cosmic pin well, and surrounded this, by like and this a crawling a, chaos or ultra, whatever. The ultra terrestrials then kind of falls into a little bit of like the hollow moon theory of what <laughs> I was sort of like alluding to in our first episode. Oh my just God. to kind of pull it full circle because I feel like I kind of like ended the last episode of being like, the moon's not what it seems. <laughs> and then just sort of like leaving you it. At that. Well, you kind of, you kind of, yeah, I didn't get to finish what we were going on about. There are that. all kinds of crazy so theories. Essentially, like all the, ho- the hollow moon theory is kind of like in line with ultra terrestrials where essentially the idea is that um the moon wasn't actually always in our orbit and not yeah of course jake and blah blah blah, blah. yeah no, no and it was formed from like an impact or any of these other kind of scientific explanations well a lot of the, apparently the geology of the moon doesn't kind of line up with all of that stuff <laughs> geolo- it's a stranger the the geology of the moon apparently is such that the oldest rocks are on the top and the the youngest rocks are as you go down and like so it kind of doesn't make sense to the formation of the moon or whatever from these scientific models that, uh you know well we d- i don't know how true any of this is well this is the idea of the theory yeah. i'm telling you the idea of the theory yeah. i'm not telling you oh this is fucking gospel i'm telling you this is the, the premise of this yes, theory exactly. and what it rests on, okay, is this idea that the moon uh, is a stranger in and our the, yeah, like, the moon solar is strange system. and it doesn't really and the science doesn't quite line up with how it was formed and that not only that but there are also kind of like ancient legends and myths from sort of like ancient peoples that tell of like t- times and stories with there was no moon in the sky and the, <laughs> and the, the the coming of the coming of the moon essentially stabilized um you know the earth's climate and that there was this hazy mist of like water in our atmosphere before the moon arrived or was here (laughs) and that then it dropped all of the water onto the floor and created our oceans and did all this crazy shit to cut a long story short the moon the orbit of the moon is like really circular and weird compared to all the other moon orbits and all these other things that don't kind of like line up to make it seem and behave and look like a normal moon and it could be something (laughs) completely different the idea is that the moon is hollow and that actually that has been the base of these ultra terrestrials that have kind of been guiding humanity for uh, thousands and thousands of years, arguably like 12,000 years or something like this. Yeah. Like the Younger Dryas is probably tied in there somewhere with it, which is like, you know, the period just after the Ice Age, which Graham Hancock and people always talk yeah, about, which is lots that of crazy man. <laughs> so crazy like, you know, man. But it could be all tied with this stuff. Well, we like don't know. It's, well, that's we don't the thing know. is just we have this aerial phenomenon. We don't know what it is. There's a gajillion theories. Yeah, there are some other like stuff and there's no footage and stuff of these other ones, which is why I didn't bring them up as the best evidence for UFOs. But some of the fucking like reports of some of the shit that's been happening of like strange sightings of stuff is utterly fucking bizarre. There has been like an entire town in like Colombia or somewhere in South America that saw a fucking spherical like translucent sphere with a like machine craft in the middle with two beings in the fucking bit of it where's like, this story why didn't you bring it up because there's no photos and stuff of it. this is so why re- wouldn't there be this, photos this is a mass this is a, this is a mass sighting this is from, from like 1970 something there wasn't there wasn't anybody that got a fucking photo of this fucking thing but like thousands of people fucking re- phoned into the police fucking were worried like was like what the fuck is this thing mm. and was freaked out about it there's another report of like a french pilot that basically saw a fucking ufo come out of um the uh, waters in An- Antarctica and then shoot straight up into space. Mm. You know? Who was this French pilot? 
some fucking French pilot from the fucking uh, <laughs> 80s or something, I think it was. Where did you hear this? Oh, there's just... You look up fucking the crazy reports and stuff from, of, like, UFO stuff over the decades. It's fucking bizarre. Yeah, I haven't looked into, like, even all of the stories, but I've seen, like, most of the mainstream ones. Even one of I've the, seen the ones that have ended up on the news or whatever. One of the recent ones that was um, talked about that I think this guy, Ryan Graves, mm -hmm. it happened to him. There was two fighter pilots here. And a fucking, uh, like, translucent sphere with a square inside it just zoomed past them and, like, missed them by fucking, like, not much. Like, it, it was a near miss. It was, like, that, that really freaked them out and made them have to officially report it. It's, all a, it's also one, one of the things... that's why another fucking media spin like David Fravor did, because he's one like, of dude, the this things... is dangerous. This yeah, is yeah, fucking yeah. crazy. One of the things that Marco Rubio was saying, which we sort of missed in the earlier clip, was that part of the reason that they're freaking out and shooting them down is because, obviously, this phenomenon has been documented for a long time, and they feel like it poses a threat to airspace, obviously, because a lot yeah, of commercial... No. Well, he's going to say flights. that around these ones. It's just all <laughs> politics and cover-up. The reason that they've shot these ones down is because there's all this fucking tension around fucking spy balloons and how quickly you should be shooting things down in your airspace if yeah. they're fucking not this on that and everything else. And now you've got, you know, at a time of war as well with Russia and everything. Yeah, like, yeah, everyone's yeah, fucking freaked out. <laughs> so, like, they're fucking making irrational decisions. Yeah. And it's not going well. Do you think that maybe the irrational decision aspect of it is collided with this UAP phenomenon? Or that they're purposefully muddying the water. I think or but because they're panic because they're panicked currently, they're paying more attention to what's going on in the skies, like Look, epic conclusion. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, There's epi something epi weird going epi on. Epic it could be jinn it could be Islamic jinn no, for all we know. I have no idea what the fuck UFO is going on. fucking shit and potentially like aliens or any of those things that Hal put off just said or a combination of those fucking things that are time travelers and ultra terrestrials and live in the moon and fucking all the other shit <laughs> like we have no We've fucking got clue no idea. But there is there is a force that is unrecognized by population of earth that is interfering with us in many unexplained ways all the way through from abduction shit to fucking Seeing shit on radar to seeing fucking... Well, even without the abduction shit, without any of the sort of uh, anecdotal hearsay stuff, well, the stuff that's captured on... evidence around some of the abduction yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, as yeah. well, man. Well, the, I mean, stuff that's, the stuff that's captured on radar clearly has given people enough pause now that it's like kind of... Because we live in this scientific mainstream. age where you have to have something... Well, that's, that's the spirit of the times. What, what, it is. What, one of that's my one of, of my times. favorite bits of UFO um, evidence, and I think that, and I didn't bring this up earlier either because it's still debatable what it really is. Is the Calvine UFO photo that I showed you that was taken in Scotland? Oh yeah, where people are like, oh, it's a, it's actually in this lake, and you can see that this is like you know the rock sticking out of the lake and the. Plane but you still haven't reflection. explained to me why it's not that. Because though. the plane would be upside down. In let, let me let me. But I'm also not an expert up. on photos, and neither let are me, you. Let me get this fucking photo <laughs> up, and, and then everyone can make up their fucking mind. But like, I'm not. I'm not an expert on no, photos. No, neither I'm, are you. So. No, I'm, hey, I'm not an expert on photos, but I'm gonna bring up this photo. Okay. This is a gonna, famous one in Scotland. We're gonna right? we're gonna show the stream. Okay. Look at look at this. Okay. <laughs> this okay is a very very oh historic God. photo. 
So this is apparently was taken in like the early nineties on film photography. Like if it's a film photo, like digital photography was not a thing at the time. Um, of an unidentified flying object over Scotland, and there are like you know dodgy, glowy fucking sites around Scotland where we cooperate with the US and do all sorts of weird stuff there, Macrahanish and other things. And so people think it could be an engineered, as, uh, you know, Stephen Greer would say, like Illuminati uh, <laughs> craft that's being tested for something like a Project Blue Beam or blah, 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 blah. Or it's they're chasing it and it's a fucking UFO. And it's like, you know, right there, bang, in the sky. Or it's a, like... Or, or it's, it's an, nothing. Or, or it's an island, and as you can <laughs> see, there's like a dividing thing here. So people make this claim that that is actually the reflection, and it's just a grey day, and you can't see any of the rest of the water. For me personally, I don't agree with that theory because, <laughs> as especially as I'm getting into photography and stuff, when you look at look at the, if we look at the angle of this fence, which these fences for sheep fencing, which is what this little thing is on the uh, on the bottom of it. And these little bobbles on the on the lines here, mm-hmm. that is sheep's wool probably, or some kind of cattle from uh, this fencing. The fence come that kind of fencing comes just above your kind of waist height. It's barbed. It's probably pointing no, towards you. But you don't you. know in terms of the perspective and all of this. No, you're things. not. But what I'm saying is, from that angle, you're not you're not pointing it down. You're po- you have to be pointing it up to get the top of this on and still be projecting up, you cannot be pointing down from anywhere and be capturing the fence in that kind of perspective. I don't think. Like, unless you were above <laughs> the fence and you're kind of looking down on it already and you were then, like, pointing the camera straight forward or something, potentially. But another thing for me is that beyond this fence, there I see the shadow of stuff here. And I think that if, um, you know, this... Uh, person had maybe i don't know maybe it's just a really overcast day and it's really hard to expose for this kind of thing but i have i I have no idea but i guess for me the most credible evidence well this is why i didn't include it but this for me is interesting (laughs) this for me is really interesting i think for me the most credible evidence is the stuff that's like obviously been coming out like and that's been disclosed um and the fact that people who are like you know in the military have been talking about this for a long time and also the fact that this phenomenon has been documented for ages um it's like obviously something worth paying attention to but the reality tunnels that have been shooting out off of this entire thing is what i find the most interesting and how it's revealing so much about how little even those who you think would know know about this phenomenon at yeah, all it's all speculation. it's kind of been it's been like memory it's been sort of it kind of has been memory hold despite the fact that it's become more a part of public conversation none of the actual real stuff is being investigated not in a way that's open to where you would be able to make any yeah. further ed- ed- educated guesses yeah. outside of the information that they would a lot rather of the information that we've basically presented yeah. you here like if you want to know more about this stuff Definitely read books by a guy called Jacques Vallée and uh, also, yeah, kind of have an open mind yeah. in, the way, in the same way how Putoff is talking They would about. also rather just keep us chasing balloons, actually, and, like, being terrified of something ineffable. I think that there's more benefit in that 
than there is in actually investigating what this thing is. Yeah. Like, there may not even be, like, there's this whole thing of all the, you know, they know, the government knows and they're hiding it. Maybe they just have absolutely no interest in investigating this phenomenon at all. You have no idea. Maybe there's no real, like, incentive to, like, we don't know anything about about any of what's going on other than the fact that there is something strange happening. Well, that's what I'm there is something strange and there are some weird things that have been, uh, you know, documented, um, photographed, all sorts of stuff. And there's probably a lot from every, everyone that talks about this stuff that has been talking to military folks or intelligence mm-hmm. people or anything else says that there are lots of better videos as well. Yeah. But they are just not able to have been Disclosed made. them? Yeah, disclosed, yeah. But there are like crystal fucking clear, like exactly the video that you like that Calvine photo. Actually, if I go back to here, the Calvine they made a recreation of the Calvine photo because it was just rumored and talked about for a long time. And so this was the recreation they made of the Calvine photo. Yeah. And that, if you saw like that is HD, you can clearly see the landscape. That is clearly a fucking you don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah. If you saw an actual photo like that. That's there's no fucking question. Yeah, I mean, it's not blurry. There's not. But a even fucking, then, it's a it's recreation. Not a it's still a recreation. It's, not it's still fuck. a recreation. No, but, there, no, but the point is that there there are apparently videos and photos <laughs> like that that just are not disclosed yet. Well, we don't know until until we know. We don't fucking know until we know. But my theory is hey, that it's the gin. Those people haven't lied yet. <laughs> those pe- my, my those people haven't lied yet. And also, Jeremy was kind of getting a bit pissy and angry about all of this, like, uh, 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 like trying to justify balloons as ufos and all this kind of bullshit basically and the muddying of the water yeah the muddying the waters where he was sort of like oh i'm gonna fucking <laughs> just like blow the lid on something if they if they actually say something that i think they're going to i'm just gonna fucking blow the no, lid on that's it. when they send and it was just like oh shit dude like fucking please <laughs> no, like, just that's when they send the, the men off. in black over and like zap your yeah, memory is canceled jeremy's been <laughs> just like fuck we're, we're all fucked should we check the chat do we yeah, have, yeah, we yeah, can check the chat. We haven't Apologies. actually looked at the chat yet. Sorry, guys. I've been a bit sloppy on the OBS today. Apologies. I'm still getting used to all of this live stream in Malarkey, but I hope it's been fun. I hope it's been engaging. Who have we got in here? We've got Richard Smithson again. I remember uh, the other from the other from the first episode. Here we go. Can't I can't? Oh yeah, we are, our camera fucked up. <laughs> saying about it. Uh, oh Guillaume so again. Sisters, let's not even remark on how much technological innovation came out of the space race. Well, yeah, Very exactly, true. my dude. Very I mean, true. it's just fucking crazy. It's really crazy. Hello, you guys are cool. I'll be watching tomorrow or Wednesday just passing to say hello. That's nice, Guillaume. And I appreciate you popping by. Thank and you. And watching it uh, later. Thank you so much. Well, I think that's pretty much uh, all of we've yes. got time for this evening. Yes, And yes, I yes, think yes. we've pretty much covered it. And so yeah it's something we're going to be paying attention to for sure oh for sure i'll be continually paying attention to this and it's something that we're both like really like interested in big time big time (laughs) i don't i haven't settled on it on on a theory or a reality tunnel yet though my my idea i I, my my theory is either gin (laughs) i'm i'm kidding or i find the ultra terrestrial stuff like kind of compelling too i I think that's really interesting i find the hollow moon theory particularly (laughs) I think it's particularly made up and bullshit, but I also find it like the most alluring and fun answer for all of it. 
<laughs> Jake's like the moon is fake. The moon is fake. It's, it's actually, never. It's, it's actually it from Sirius. And <laughs> that's where like the Nomos and like all that of is. These that's other my favorite have, like, alien theory. Um, actually, um, we're we're hoping to get a special guest on soon to come and talk about this. Oh um, yeah. But the the Dogon tribe, um, and their like ancient alien story that they were visited by aliens from the star Sirius B, and they gave them all this like crazy sacred knowledge and they have like these rituals that they do every 50 years like it's fucking fascinating shit <laughs> like it's fucking amazing. it's fucking fascinating but yeah that's my uh favorite kind of ancient alien theory thing <laughs> or whatever but yeah it's really cool um but yeah we've run out of time because our camera will turn off soon uh but thank you for spending time with us this sunday evening and we are going to catch you again next sunday but before we go a couple of announcements we have book club. Um, we're going to be announcing polling tomorrow. And we have four books that we've selected to read with patrons. Uh, we've been doing a book club now for a while with uh, patrons of our old podcast. But we're going to continue that trend with this new podcast because we've had so much fun doing it. And our last uh, book club was Red Book. We read Carl Jung's Red Book together and it was really amazing. And I'm working on a video about it actually for my channel right now. Um, so yeah, that that's on our Patreon. If you go to Mystic in the Machine Patreon, you can get access to the entire library of our Red Book episodes. And we're also going to be starting a new book club next week uh, and we'll be making all the relevant announcements soon. But here are the books that you guys will be voting on. We're going to be voting on Prometheus Rising by Robert Anton Wilson, a book that I'm sort of at the tail end of, but very happy to kind of start again with a group of fun, like-minded people. It's always good. Uh, Chaos by Tom O'Neill, which is kind of like about uh, Charles Manson and the CIA kind of It's like a secret operation. history of the 60s, basically. And connections with it, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, the Tao Te Ching. Tao Te Ching um that's another one and then neuromancer as well my william gibson so there's a pretty wide variety of like uh interesting things to any any one of those books are going to be a good shout so please get involved with the poll uh and with the you know voting for it and yeah. we look forward to hearing your feedback yeah 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 okay uh gotta go now so chat to you guys later appreciate y'all bye bye, bye. bye.